Hi, it's Pete Price and Pete Price Extra. Derek Acora is in Panto right now as we speak at the Epstein Theatre, but he's only a mirror. So he's there as the mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of the wall? It's Derek Acora. He's got a lot to say about football, about mediumship, and he wants to speak to us. Have a listen on Pete Price Extra. Well... I have been the mirror, and we've now got uh, an amazing man, Derek. How are you? Hi, Pete. I'm good. How are you? I'm well indeed. I'm well indeed. Derek, of course, sitting here and going to be the mirror. I am. Excited? Absolutely thrilled, yeah. I, you know, when I heard that I was going, you know, I'd been asked to do it, I'd, I'd been in my heart for the last few years, Pete, three or four years, I was thinking, I'd love to do pantomime. I'd love to do pantomime. And sure enough, there's an opportunity um, to let me come and do the first one. Uh, and I hope there's many more afterwards. And you know it's the easiest job in the world because you don't have to worry about lines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Seriously, it's the easiest job in the world. Is I struggle really? every... Oh, well, because you, you do your lines, yeah. you've uh, recorded it, yeah. and that's it. You are word perfect every night. Wow. I always say in my interviews, isn't it marvellous that I am actually word perfect for the yeah. first time in my life? Wow. So it's great. I did the mirror with Ken Dodd. Did Ken you? Dodd was the mirror oh, once. Oh, the master. And, and mm. what fun. Yeah. And he changed different things. Did he? Yeah. So what is good is when you're recording it, you can have some fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So, what's going on with your life? And the book, when's it going to come out? Well, we're sincerely hoping, and the publishers were saying, we really would like it complete so we can get onto it to bring it out Christmas time or just thereafter. Um, I'm hoping at the moment it is going to be complete by just before Christmas. So whether they and themselves will speedily go in on it and, you know, proof-check it, which is going to happen... Um, I would say probably just after Christmas before New Year. Derek, was it hard to write? Yes. Tell me why. Um, what it's in it is, okay, it goes way back from the, my first thoughts of what I was as a child and the people I met across my life up until my teenage years and the more experiences and then going into early adult life and the things I was doing. I wasn't a medium then. I, I, I was an aspiring footballer. I couldn't play for Toffee, but Liverpool signed me as an apprentice pro and at 17 I signed for them as a full-time pro but I didn't make the first team and I carried on playing football I went to Wrexham we were in the fourth division uh, I ended up my footballing days in Australia uh, with a young wife and my son my first son um, and I had a terrible terrible injury to my uh, ligament left knee I had operations I was finished, finished at 26 in football. I would even got into the prime of my life. That must have been horrendous. Oh, it was. It broke. Oh, I had to come back to England with my wife and my son and my family, my dad especially, who's a hardened footballer. Oh, don't worry, son. Have you, what can I do, Dad? What do I, you know, I didn't stay in the school to get an education. What can I do? And I've got a young boy. Oh, God. Going to coaching. And I thought, no, this is a thing, yeah, but... That's only what pay me a wage. You've got to get a job. Um, but anyway, what my mother saved it there because she said, "Remember your gran?" I said, "Yeah." What did she do in her life? I said she was a medium. Your gran told you when you were a little boy you had the gifts to take after her. So you seek that out. It was that? And then my wife said, "Yeah." So I started developing in spiritualist churches. 
Uh, and when I come out to the Spiritualist Church, they said I was ready. I started doing readings for people, and it just all catapulted from there, Pete. Nothing was planned. I had an office, two offices, one in the end in Liverpool City Centre here um, for a number of years, and I was very happy to be doing that. And then first thing happened with radio, called to go on radio, and those days it was Billy and Wally that asked me to come on there, and I did that. And I, I, I can never forget this. I often talk to my family about this. It was Billy Butler who said to me, not Wally, this one day I'm coming to do my hour slot. You know what? You, you'll end up in telly, you. And I said, telly? Me? Never. You will. I'm telling you, I'm not psyched, but I'm telling you, you... Within about five months, I get a call from Granada asking me to go there to do a, a one-hour live show, which I didn't know anything about. I went along... And I opened my work to the airways, and the, different than the radio, it was just the voice, but people could see me in the studio, and they signed me on a, a, a month's rolling contract and paid me money. And I thought, this is brilliant. And it just catapulted from there before I knew it was, I was on a year's contract. And my money, I was getting paid very, very well. My life changed then. My life changed then, because I did very successful shows for them and each time I contacted change and paid me more money I'm like, whoa can't believe this like heaven and then most haunted came along mm, good eh bad eh who knows my first four years was absolutely angelic it was great I was travelling everywhere with the programme what have you and uh, that's why the book the book I'm telling for the first time but not been able to what actually happened to me when I had to finish on Most Haunted. It's going to be a book and a half. I'm also going to talk about the wonderful, positive yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. More so. Delicate Cora, enjoy pantomime, and yeah. wow, I can't wait to read the book. Thank you. Thanks, Pete.